This is episode 337 on May 21st, 2020. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Welcome, gentlemen. It's good to see you guys. We're still here, like always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this we is... haven't even left our room since I the know, last time right? you heard us. <laughs> We've actually just been staring at each other the whole time. You know, we change a shirt here and there, but you know, it's a. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Things going all right? Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Hanging in there here. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah, it's just. Um, we're kind of chugging along week by week. These weeks are flying by, you know, and uh, our topic today is going to be uh, uh, something that has to do with the whole quarantine virus nonsense that's going on. So uh, let's go ahead and do that. Let's jump into our uh, focus point. Focus point. So, Matthew, go ahead and uh, why don't you take us in and take us through our topic? All right. So, um, you know, I've, I've been, uh, doing a lot of photography, you know, over the last, uh, I don't know, I guess it's been two months already or, or more than that since we've been, uh, quarantined or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, I've noticed, um, the three of you also, you know, uh, getting out, doing a lot of photography, posting pictures to Instagram and, and other places and, um, just, you know, kind of, it seems like more than usual. And, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of that has to do with us having, uh, extra time on our hands and, um, stuff like that. And, um, I, I know for me a little bit of it, um, it's, it's kind of a way to stay sane during this, you know, it's, um, it's definitely a whole different world that we're in right now, you know, um, you know, I know a lot of people are either working from home or may have been laid off or, um, you know, working with a whole bunch of, uh, you know, just different safety guidelines that they have to follow now and just everything just kind of like that, you know, got real topsy turvy and, um, you know, there's just a lot of new things to adjust, you know, everyone's kids are home from school all day and, um, you know, there, there's gotta be that, that outlet, you know, that thing that you do for you, um, you know, so that, you know, you can kind of get a break from all the craziness. And, and I know, you know, for me and and probably for you guys, you know, photography is definitely the way, um, you know, for me to achieve that. And, um, so, yeah, I just thought, you know, we'd, we'd kind of talk about that a little bit and, I know, uh, you know, for me, I, I do, I guess, a lot of landscape photography and, um, you know, I'm interested in all types of photography, but landscape photography for me is, I guess it's a cop out in a way because I really love the outdoors and I really love, um, you know, going hiking and stuff like that. So, you know, to bring my camera or my iPhone or whatever with me and, and do some landscape shots while I'm doing that is just the easy thing to do. But I've noticed that, um, especially during this time, you know, over the last couple months here, um, I, you know, I really want to get my mind off of this. Like, not that I, you know, you know, granted I'm, I'm paying attention, want to be safe and all that stuff, but you know, I can't think about coronavirus 24 seven. So I, I need to find something to do to get my mind off of it. And, you know, I like hiking and everything, but sometimes I find that if I just go hiking, I can't get my mind off the things that I'm thinking about. Sometimes I'm thinking about them even more, mm-hmm. but if I, if I go somewhere and hike and I've got the camera with me, then it's e- way easier for me to get my mind off those things because I'm looking for the things that I want to take pictures of. So um, 
you know, it's springtime. Um, I live in Northeast Ohio. It's wildflower time. And, and I, I love taking pictures of the wildflowers just because they're here for such a short amount of time. And, and they're, they're just so to me, they're so beautiful. And I really like to love to capture them and there's tons of different ones and they don't necessarily, um, you know, they don't necessarily all grow in the same places and some of them are more prevalent than others. Um, so obviously those ones that are not as common are the ones I would really like to get pictures of. Um, so if I go out and, and that's my goal is to get, you know, a picture of this specific flower or whatever, I find that, you know, within 10 seconds of leaving my car, I'm like a hundred percent focused on that. I'm not thinking about coronavirus or crazy stuff at work or, or, landscaping, which I was telling you guys earlier, I'm doing a ton of, um, you know, I'm a hundred percent focused on finding that subject and, and getting the picture. And, um, for, I don't know, I, not that it's been like a lifesaver, but it's definitely helped keep me sane and, and help me be a more pleasant person at home and, you know, just <laughs> get through this. So, um, I don't know if you guys have had a similar, uh, experience or, or anything like that, or, um, you know, Greg, you, you've been doing tons lately. Um, you know, is it because of this or just, uh, some other reason? I think, I mean, part of it could be, I guess, uh, I think the main reason is we're past that blah stick season part of, you know, between the transition between winter and spring. Uh, there's actually things worth taking photos of now for one. Um, another thing is, is that, you know, there is less people around, which kind of opens up the opportunities for more landscape type of photos. You know, you don't have to worry about having waiting on people to get out of the way or anything like that. Um, and I, I don't know, I, I've been like, you know, this year I've, I've kind of devoted myself to shooting raw and getting the best out of the camera. And um, I'm really having a lot of fun with that. Uh, especially like recently I've been like this past week, I've been try trying to get a few good sunset shots. I always thought you've seen one sunset, you've seen them all. And I'm really starting to realize that, no, that's not the case at all. Uh, everyone's different and timing is everything. Like the other night I, I, I looked out the window and I thought, oh, wow, that's looking really cool. And I got in my RAV and I ran down there real quick and I missed the best of it by five minutes. Oh, so, I mean, ah. that, was, that was a learning experience right there. But as far as doing more photography because of the pandemic I don't know if that's you know I don't know if that really holds true for me so much um we're not travelers my wife and I we don't we don't travel we don't you know go on trips um we go on day trips we'll we'll, we'll drive you know out of town for an hour or two and the, but we're always home later that day um so nothing's really changed that way but um uh, I think maybe it's, you know, there's, there's the other, other side of photography where you're consuming it. Uh, you're, you're on Instagram or Flickr or wherever or day flash, and you're looking at other people's photos and that inspires me. And in, in these times, I think the content has changed a little bit. You know, there's, um, a lot of stuff that, You'd almost think it looks like they're abandoned. It's just because of the lack of people. People aren't going in. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, hazard a guess that there's more photographers out there than anything uh, because they've got the opportunity to shoot just about whatever they want. Um, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's it is different different times. It's 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 weird. It's strange. Um, but I, I, uh, I'm, I'm embracing it. I, and it does, it does take your mind off everything that's going on in the world. 
Uh, when I go someplace, whether it's just walking the dogs or whatever, uh, like you say, as soon as you get out of the car, 20 feet out of the door, bang, you're in full-blown photography mode. And <clears throat> that's what I do. I, I, I just, I start looking at things and I start seeing things and, and, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. Dave, what about you? One, one of the things that I've noticed with your photography lately is, um, you know, obviously you're, you're working from home. And so, um, you know, where a lot of your photos kind of revolved around the walks that you would do from the place that you work at lunchtime. Um, so instead of seeing that little slice of your life, now I'm seeing, uh, what I think is more things around your home, um, which probably to you is maybe boring because that's your world that you see every day. Um, but to me, it's a lot more interesting because it just, you know, lets me into your life that much more. Um, so, uh, I, I'm going to try to ask you a question in a second okay. here, but, um, <laughs> um, you know, that, that's, uh, one of those things that I think as photographers, we kind of all struggle with, um, everyone thinks you got to go to these grand places, you know, I got to go to Yosemite or the grand Canyon or wherever, uh, somewhere that's, you know, a plane ride away, um, to make these awesome pictures. But, um, most of the people that are looking at your content on Instagram or wherever you're posting it, they, they don't know the place that you live. So, you know, you can take pictures right in your neighborhood, in your backyard, and they m- might be just as interesting to someone as if, and maybe even more so than if you went to Yosemite and took the picture of, uh, uh, the half Valley view or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because everyone's you know, already so, taken a picture of that and they've seen exactly. tons of them. Yeah. Sure. So, so, you know, Dave, that's one of the things I noticed about your photography lately and I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, and so I'm wondering, um, you seem like you make time almost every day for this. Is it something that, that you make a point to do or, or is it just, uh, you know, I don't even know how I'm trying to phrase this. <laughs> I, 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 I know where you're going. Yeah, basically, that's my lunch. So, okay. Um, our boss, unofficially, which we, we, we very much appreciated, said norm, normally we get a half hour for lunch and we can take a 15 minute break and just kind of add it on. So, we get, I like, I stretch mine to 45 minutes. She said, just to make sure no one gets burned out, just staring at the screen and not doing the normal interactions you do in a larger office, take an hour lunch. Don't, don't mark it. Don't mark it on your timesheet. Just take an hour lunch. So I've been able to take a, so pretty much for my lunches, what I've been doing is walking Mm. and I've been lucky that the weather's been good enough where it's only been a couple days where it's been raining heavy enough that I couldn't walk. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much, and it's pretty much close to my, I, I, when I first started two months ago, it was more, Oh, I'll drive down the street where it's a little flatter and there are sidewalks. And then it got to where, well, you know, there's not many people on the street and I can, get on the side of the road, even though it is a main road, but there's not enough there. So I can just go going for a walk there. And the other thing that got me a little bit more with the photos is um, I'm, I wasn't used to how steep the Hills are around my house compared to where I work and running down Hills. Um, oh, geez. That's a killer it, on the legs. It, it, it's a killer on the legs. So uh, all of a sudden, after doing a like a six or seven mile run on the weekend from the house, and you know, running instead of walking down or being careful, I ran down the hills. Um, I've been walking a lot more than running, and of course, when you're walking and you're not overly concerned, and like it's like okay, as long as I get home forty five minutes, I'm good. 
I don't have, it's not like I'm running like, well, I have to get this kind of pace. So I don't want to, st- oh, it's like, you know, if you're, if I'm running, it's like, and I have a pace in mind, it's like, oh, I can't stop and take a picture because I have a pace. But it's like, no, I don't have a pace. I'm walking and I'm jogging and walking. I don't have a pace. I'm just trying to get back before the end of lunch. So I'm taking a lot more photos that way. So, and the one thing, the one part near my house, it's just over a little bit. It's actually not a road road. Um, it's, um, it's not paved. It's got gravel on it. So it's got the ruts in it and the potholes, which are kind of nasty. So a lot of the puddle pictures I were taking, a lot of the reflection pictures were those potholes when they filled up after a rain. <laughs> oh, cool. So, you know, just down the road and you kind of go around, it says no outlet, but it's not, it's it just, the road kind of continues and just kind of, I walked down there a few times like, oh, those potholes, which are like three inches deep are completely filled with water. And the, just the way the reflection was hitting, it was really nice. So just trying to walk around there and like with Greg and with you, it's like um, at the wildflower season, just people's uh, yards, the flowers coming out there. So I'm getting a lot more photos that way and just places where I haven't really walked or run that much. So it's just trying to get ideas as I'm, yeah, for the audio people, Cat uh, just went in front of the camera and mooned me. Um, but yeah, it's it just a lot more pictures doing that way. So, uh, she does that at work too, because this is the same desk I use for my work computer. So. Luckily, I don't. There's no. There's no uh, video when I work. But yeah. yeah. So basically, it's it's a lot of like I said. It's a lot. It's it's all most of the places I'm taking photo are neighborhood, um, some people's yards, um, just when the trees are in bloom and other things going on. Just trying to take pictures of that. Nice. And <laughs> it, like I said, it's getting a lot more partially because I'm walking a lot more, and I'm giving myself a little more time where. If I'm physically at work, I really only have around 20 minutes out, out and about versus 40 some minutes out and about. So it's doubling my time and my distance is a little bit longer too. So I'm, I'm seeing, I'm having more time to see things. Awesome. And like I said, and also it's like a lot of it is when I see something that kind of catches my eye, I kind of want to say, Hey everyone, look at this. I know I can't take you there, but look at this really cool thing that I saw. So that's one of the reasons I post a lot is like, you know, like the reflection pictures. I, yeah, the, the reflection pictures yeah. were cool for sure. Yeah. There, there were like, Oh, there's something that's kind of out of the way. And, you know, I figure most people would be like, Oh, that's kind of neat. And just kind of, honestly, I, I treat a lot of those photos as, if I'm walking along, it'd be like if someone was walking next to me, I said, Hey, come over here and take a look at this right over here. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. All right, Joe. Yeah. You've, uh, you've shared one or two pictures lately, which is, um, barely quite amazing. <laughs> <laughs> barely. <laughs> barely. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you found yourself, I know you're working and, and you're busy and everything, but have you found that you have more time to think about photography now or, or has anything changed for you? So, uh, I've, I've, I've tried to take more photos when the kids are playing outside. This week's a little hard because it's been raining, but, uh, I found that the kids have been playing outside more often than they had before, which is great. Cause I'm like, get out of the house, go play, go have fun, you know, do those types of things. And so I've been outside more kind of watching them and, and doing things. And so when they're playing, I'll take pictures of them. The girls will 
pick little wildflowers and, um, or I'll go pick them for them and say, here, you can have these flowers. And I'm like my, my, my four and six year old, they're like, Oh daddy, this is so awesome. Thank you so much for giving me these flowers, you know? And, uh, so it's fun. And I said, all right, let me take your picture and I'll take a picture and then I'll, you know, use the portrait mode to kind of test it out and play with it with the girls. And, um, and so I have been, uh, I guess, photographing more um, in in the time that I have, you know, because I'm there. I'm I I play with them. I push them on the swing, but you know, I'm just trying different things. I actually had my youngest uh, run in the backyard, and I was what I was trying to do is see if I can do a a pan and shoot while she's running. And I'm still trying to figure it out. Some of the older iPhones, it's easier because it's not thinking as much. So the camera is doing less thinking, less processing, and just taking the taking the image, capturing it. And so I think that uh, the iPhone 11 is probably trying to do more than what I actually want it to do. So that's something that I'm going to have to investigate because I want to get motion. I want to be able to capture, um, you know, in a way that I want to, not what the camera wants to. Uh, but uh, also, uh, we took a day trip. It actually wasn't a day trip. We took a trip to the county below us uh, last on this last Friday, and we went to what's called the Lansford Canal in Chester County, uh, South Carolina, and it, it was a canal that was built off of the Catawba River to take boats, you know, safely um, through. Because the, the Catawba River has a lot of rocks. And I guess there's probably a portion that um, it's really rocky and hard to navigate. And uh, so these are over 100 years old. And, uh, so they have this walking trail that you can do. So I, I took the Osmo and, uh, took my iPhone and just did some video of the, the walk. And, you know, I did some where I'm walking in front of them, you know, walking behind them, walking by myself. I even tried out the, uh, panoramic feature that is, uh, with the Osmo, um, and just, you know, tried to, to think outside of my normal, what would I do if I was just a photographer? Uh, what would I do as a videographer? Um, what are what are things that I need to pay attention to? So I've been practicing, I guess, and using this time to develop my skills, to hone my skills. Uh, for the photography part, you know, I feel very comfortable with, been doing it for a long time. But the video part is is a whole another beast because you have to look at it through the eyes of what are, you know, what are people going to look at and um, am I going to be in the frame or is something going to be off? You know, all, all these things that go into video that you don't have to think about for, for, for um, uh, still photos. And so that was a lot of fun and, you know, had a good time just getting out, but I think part of it, is for me uh, what I need to do more often and probably what we all need to do is not be so serious when it comes to the photography. There's a time to be serious and then there's a time that we probably need to say, you know what, I'm going to do it, but I'm not going to let it consume my time and you know consume my energy because there, there came a point where I needed to take a phone call and there was a point where I needed to actually spend my time with my family and not just be there for the photography. And, um, and so I ended up at a certain point saying, okay, I'm done. I'm going to go ahead and stick my phone in my pocket and just walk with my family and enjoy the rest of the time. And then, you know, pull it out when I think I need to, and then put it away when I, when I need to, so that it's not consuming my time. uh, And I'm, you know, I'm not, quote unquote there, but you know, I need to be in the moment with my kids and my family and, uh, enjoying them too. Yeah. It's definitely important to, 
you know, have a balance um, there. I know, you know, for myself, you know, I go on a lot of walks and hikes and stuff with my wife and my son. And, um, you know, I'm, I think about pictures, I guess, but, um, you know, it's more important to just spend the time with them. Um, you know, and that, and the phone only, only comes out if it, you know, really needs to. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the time when I guess I'm a little bit more serious or, or whatever about photography is time that I've set aside specifically to do that. Yeah. You know, um, usually I'm by myself, um, you know, so no one's waiting on me cause I'm trying to get the perfect <laughs> picture of a little flower or whatever it is. My, my family was of. long gone by that time. It was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and, and, and I mean, that happens too. And, you know, I think, um, you know, my, my family understands, you know, the, you know, that's one of the things I'm, I'm passionate about or whatever, but, um, uh, you know, just with this whole, uh, you know, with everything that's going on, you know, I've certainly had more time, um, to, to focus on it, um, to, uh, explore a little bit more around, um, you know, my neighborhood, my region, uh, my state to an extent. Um, I've been kind of venturing out, you know, kind of far, I guess, uh, when, when I had the opportunity to do so. And, and I have a, a handful more adventures coming up over the next few weeks here, which hopefully will provide some uh, good photographic and maybe even some video opportunities. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I've done a little bit more with the Osmo mobile two that I have, um, with my son again and the, and the, the mountain biking stuff. Um, he's, uh, he's really on a tear with the biking and, and I had the, the opportunity to test just how good the, uh, tracking feature is. Um, Spoiler alert, it's pretty darn good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, the, you know, the, this time I was able to uh, set up a tripod and, and uh, you know, mount the the Osmo 2 to the tripod and, and, and do it that way. And, and that, it, it doesn't make the, the most interesting video really, but um, for what I was doing, it was good enough and it yeah. just made it like really easy. Um, so it was pretty, you know, that was pretty cool. Um, and then it's also forced me to play with apps that, um, I haven't touched in ages. Uh, one, because <laughs> it's video related and I yeah. barely ever touch video related apps, but, um, uh, uh, I'll just throw it out there. So a lot of times, um, I either use iMovie if I have a very specific thing in mind that I know that I want to do and I know I could do it in iMovie. But a lot of times I'll make videos with a, an app called uh, Quick. Um, I think it's put out by GoPro, I think. Um, but basically you just select the clips that you want to put in the uh, video and then it uses like algorithms or artificial intelligence or something to kind of pick out what it thinks are the best parts of those clips. Um, kind of melds it all together and does fancy, um, you know, uh, fades or whatever from really? one clip to the other. And there's different, um, I don't know, like themes you could pick like action or, um, I don't know, just, you know, to fit the mood of the, the video or whatever, and you could add music and text and all that stuff. Um, and it, you know, it does all the heavy lifting for you. Um, so I just made a video earlier this week, I think of my son and the mountain biking and quick was just not doing it for me. It was, um, I had I just to do like it, wait. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I just I downloaded it like, and you're like, it didn't do it for me. I'm like, what? Oh man. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a great, no, it's a great app. It really is. But, um, I had to do too much editing of my 
video, like basically like trim these clips so that it wouldn't pick parts. I didn't want it to oh, pick. Oh, got it. Like, yes. It kept picking like these tail ends or like the beginning of these clips where that's not where the action is. I'm like, why does it keep picking this stuff? And normally it doesn't do that. Um, and you can kind of go in and, and adjust it a little bit, but for some reason I couldn't get it the way I wanted it. And it was really just frustrating me. Um, so, um, I swear, I think it's GoPro that makes quick. It they is. have another app. It's yeah. called, um, splice i believe yep. let me just check here real quick yeah i think i, I, I did check it, it it is made by uh gopro it's q-u-i-k yep yeah so they have an, another app called splice which is another video editing app and it's a little bit more full featured um more similar to iMovie, I suppose. Um, so I did a video in Splice and it turned out really awesome. I mean, not like super awesome. Like anyone's going to watch it and be like, Matt, you should be like a pro video editor. Whoa. But it, it turned out, you know, pretty darn good. Um, so is, uh, is Splice, I mean, does it cost, because it say seven days free uh, for free. And then it says two ninety nine a week. Does it cost two ninety nine a week to to use it? Uh, do not know. Interesting. That would be crazy. Two ninety nine a week. I'm not paying two ninety nine a week. I could tell you that much. <laughs> I know, right? I'll check real quick here and see what the deal is. All right. The and you said go, go in, in any case. I've been able to, um, I've been able to, you know, play with apps that I haven't used in, in forever. Like I've had splice on my phone for ages, really. Um, wow. It, it, it is subscription based, but I don't, I don't, I don't pay anything to use it. Do you think um, I would say, yeah. Could you be grandfathered in? See, I, I didn't have it on my phone. I just re-put it. I put it back on my phone, and then it says, get access to Splice, and then try the seven-day trial. I'm like, eh. Well, I'm, I'm just going to check real quick and make sure I didn't accidentally oh, you know what? agree to something. I think, there, I think there might be something that is because. No, I did not. <laughs> I do not have a uh, any subscriptions to Splice. Okay, and you know, there's there's definitely um, stuff in in that uh, app that I think I don't have access to. But oh, Splice um, Pro, I'm sorry. There's there is um, there's like so much music that you could pick from, and like all these different uh, um transitions that's the word i'm looking for transitions you know in between your clips um and you know everything is fully editable and customizable and um yeah it it uh it's awesome so, so sorry I, I was pretty happy with it yeah so splice has um they have a pro feature and um and so splice pro is either uh, for 7 days it's 299 30 days it's 999 uh or if you want to wow. pay for the full year's subscription it's $70 so it's half basically half off of you know what they Ouch. would charge you per week but you almost think it's targeted at movie directors or I know, something right <laughs> yeah. um so i don't know what the features are that, that is on it but i'm going to play with splice and with uh, quick, and see what I can get with, especially with the video I just did. Yeah, they're both great apps. I think you'll you'll enjoy them very much. Yeah. So, oh, and the other thing you should do with your video as well um, is uh, throw it into darkroom, and you know, just do a, a quick, uh, basic, uh, you know, color and contrast edit in darkroom, and your video will look. Totally amazing. Do I still have dark room on here? Yes, I do. It's the the two uh, triangle. I mean, um, mm -hmm. yeah, two triangles. Yeah. 
Cool. Um, yeah, the, the great thing about editing the look of your video in Darkroom is that it's literally the exact same as editing a photo. So if you can edit saturation and contrast in, you know, on a photo, you can do it on your video and your video is going to look just totally awesome. If you can dodge a hammer, you can dodge a photo. All right, here we go. You know, (laughs) well, cool. Well, uh, yeah. Thank you, Matt, for uh, suggesting this topic. I think it's, uh, I think it's important, you know, for us to be able to, um, use our hobbies to help us get through certain, you know, things that are going on, especially if it's affecting everyone. Um, but you know, uh, some people, you know, this is their opportunity to, uh, pick up a new hobby or to actually do stuff because they may have more time on their hands. Um, I know for me, uh, I may not have more time on my hands, but I do have more opportunities to stretch my skills and to add to my tool belt, you know, things that I can do. So this has been an interesting time, not only for me, but it's, you know, I think a lot of people are are actually starting to uh, do things that they haven't done before because their lives were interrupted and, uh, and, you know, we may need to have some distractions. So we'll keep an eye on that and see what else ha- uh, starts to happen. Cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move into our post pick of the week. Post pick of the week. And uh, see here, Greg, why don't you go ahead and take it away? Sure. Um, Okay. So I saw this on Instagram and I just fell in love with it. Um, I'm not afraid to admit that I'm a flower guy when it comes to taking photos. I love taking pictures of flowers and these, uh, this uh, tier of clematis flowers just blew me away. It's by James Burroughs and he goes by, uh, I think it's, J J Burroughs underscore photo, I believe on Instagram. And it's a, it's a well edited piece. Uh, So basically it's these purple clematis flowers and growing up um, along a fence by a fence. And you can see there's a, a a rack there that they're, they're growing up in or whatever. And there's mulch at the bottom, but it's a dark somber looking image. Uh, He used, Lens distortions, I think it's called, uh, to looks like you know bring some light in from the top right corner, and it's just it really really puts a mood in the image. Um, I believe he used uh, Lightroom Mobile on it as well. So and I, if memory serves me, looking at the post, like we're, I'm, I'm I'm kind of at a loss for words here, but because I'm, I'm looking at the. Um, the uh, full screen image that Dave has up on, on zoom here. Um, but it's uh, a raw photo that he did in Lightroom mobile. And, um, and then he used lens distortions to add some extra lighting to it. And uh, it's just, Oh, it's just really, really cool. You, you got to go to Instagram. You got to check it out. And, and it, it's just uh you know, it was the only one that I considered for post pick at this point because <laughs> I just fell in love with it. And I'm, I'm going to feature it tomorrow on the Artful IPC um, uh, Instagram account as well because it's just that cool. What are your thoughts, Dave? I believe he. Oh, go ahead. No. Go ahead, Matt. What was that? Uh, I believe he uh, shot this with Halide. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, tagged it so i'm going to assume he used a uh, halide to to shoot this well matt go um, ahead and uh go ahead and talk about uh the photo what are your thoughts um so it, it looks like he had you know just posted this a day ago to uh instagram um but i actually think he posted this uh 
maybe even a few weeks back in our tiny shutter feed um, on Facebook or tiny shutter, uh, whatever our group's called. Oh iPhonography, a tiny shutter group. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was there somewhere. Holy cow. Um, yeah. So in any case, um, because I remember, I remember uh, commenting on it and about the app lens distortions um, uh, because that, that is such a cool, such a cool uh, and cool app. It's got a lot of really neat effects in it. Um, and I, I enjoy that app quite a bit. Um, so we, we uh, bantered for a sentence or two back and forth about lens distortions, but this is um, just a really well seen, you know, image. I, I like the, the composition, the cluster of flowers, um, just kind of leads your eye through the, through the picture and the way that he used the effects of the, um, you know, it almost looks like a flare in the top, right. Um, but there's also to a degree like a, uh, Oh, well, like, like another flare, like a little light leak or something going on in the, in the bottom left. Right. Um, which I, I feel kind of balances the image out, but they're like kind of opposite in color. But the other cool thing is that the light leak has a color tint to it that is kind of the same as the petals of the flower and the the um, flare or whatever you want to call it that's up in the top right of the picture is this really warm yellow color, which is more or less the same as the centers of the flower. Um, so I don't know if that was intentional or not, but um, a really neat kind of a, addition to the, to the picture. Um, it's got kind of a, a faded look to it, which kind of gives it this little mysterious kind of quality. Um, and then the other thing that I like is how dark the bottom of the picture is um, because there is some sort of, um, you know, it looks like maybe mulch or something. And there's some sort of weird, uh, I don't know, edging type material or whatever on the bottom, like this black plastic stuff, um, which I think if this wasn't faded and wasn't dark, it would be very distracting from the image, but because of the way he edited it, it's not quite as noticeable. Um, and, and then also the, the wooden fence in the background, I just think really adds to the, the look of this image also gives it that kind of rustic um, kind of look and, yeah, this is just a super cool picture. I, I've I've been a fan of this picture for I think a couple weeks now. Yeah, and you good. are so much better at ex describing things than I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't I don't know. It, it is hard to describe pictures. I mean, I listened to um, another podcast. Um, uh, behind the shot, I think it's called with Steve Brazel and, and he does a, a video uh, podcast like this, but um, typically I just listen to the audio version and he knows that a lot of people listen to just the audio version. So he describes, he describes the picture and he, and he has the, the photographer on, they talk about the whole premise behind the shot and how it was achieved or whatever. But he always says, okay, I'm going to describe this picture, but I'm so bad at it. He is not bad at it at <laughs> all. He's like super ridiculously good at describing the picture. <laughs> like every time he describes a picture, I'm like, oh man, I got to see this picture. And I end up going to his website for the podcast. And I'm like, holy crap, that picture looks exactly like what I imagined it to look like. So I don't know if I'm taking cues from him or what, but, um, you know, I've got it on the giant screen here in front of me. So nice. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right, it's Dave. A cool shot. I'm very, very passionate about it for some reason. <laughs> That's okay. Dave, what are your thoughts yeah. on it? 
Well, one thing that I always have trouble with is kind of the faded likely light leak look that this photo just pulls off perfectly. Mm-hmm. If this yeah. was, you know, realist, I, I, you know, if this was realistic color or if they were trying to get it to be, you know, photo perfect, it just wouldn't have the, the, the grab that it does with, with the faded looking like, like you said about the um, leak on the upper right being almost like a, a diffuse sun sunrise with that just light yellow going on and the bottom having a bluish tinge to it. Yeah. And the flowers kind of acting as the transition between the two. Um, I also like the, uh, I guess it's a trellis or some kind of lead that's in the, um, in the fencing. Yeah. And just having that as additional, um, additional patterns where it isn't just a flat back or, you know, the behind the flowers isn't just this single color or single texture to it. There's a texture and a color without being distracting to the flowers itself. Yeah. Yeah. I like this image. I, I, I think it was a good pick. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's anything more that I can add uh, other than I, you know, first thing that I noticed was the contrasting uh uh, color temperatures that were in the photo that, you know, the flowers just matched right in between them. And, you know, your eye gravitated to that, but it's very, very pleasing photo. So, and, and Jason is not a, um, he, he, he's not a, uh, uh, he, he's been on, he's been featured a lot. I, I have to say, yeah. you know, throughout the years. And uh, so he's no stranger to the show. And so we have a lot of great um, photographers that listen and participate and do all that. And that's one of the reasons why we do post pick of the week. It's because, you know, who wants to look at our photos? Except for this one. This one's actually pretty good. And, <laughs> and you know, yeah. uh, I have to What's say, that? Greg, that's uh, that's an awesome photo. And, <laughs> Thank uh, you very much. <laughs> you know, so... You know, we, we, we sometimes can do some, some good work, uh, but it's, it's good to be able to, you know, feature what our listeners are doing because, uh, you know, if, if everything was about us, nobody would watch, uh, nobody would listen, but we want to bring people in and, and be able to show what, what others are doing. And that's why we have the groups and uh, for that type of participation. So congratulations, Jason. You are our Post Pick of the Week winner. If you want to be featured as Post Pick of the Week, you have two options. You could do what Jason did and add the hashtag TinyShutter to your image on Instagram. The other thing is to go on to Facebook and look for our weekly photo challenge. And uh, this week it's f- this uh, this week and next week it's going to be flowers, which I participated in. Um <laughs> But you guys have uh, you have two options to uh, to be able to do it, and then we go through and uh, choose an image, and it's featured as our album art for the episode, and uh, it's our cover photo for the f- Facebook group. So, good job! All right, guys. Well, uh, I think we might have ourselves a show. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to bring up? All nope, right. nothing more from here. <laughs> well, let's go around the room and tell where every uh, tell everyone where they can find us. Let's start with you, Greg. Hey, you can find me pretty much. You can find links to everywhere I am at about.me slash McMillan. That's about the best place to start. That's pretty much all my online presence is there. Awesome. Dave. <clears throat> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter as ProfPod. Uh, I was a guest on the Wrestling Mayhem show this past week. Uh, topic they ought to make was, you a regular. I know, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm a semi-regular. I'm a semi-regular. Yeah. Um, and the topic was, one of the topics they talked about was how your uh, viewing habits have changed during the pandemic. Sure. Because so many of the wrestling shows, uh, everything that's televised, of course, is normally in front of ten to 15,000 people. Well, starting two months ago, they couldn't have crowds. Right. 
So we have the two big groups and they're each handling it their own different way. So we went about that and, you know, our, our, the, everyone's different thoughts about not only how it looked having empty arenas or in one part, mostly empty arenas. And then it's like, well, should you even be flying these people in and having, you know, a, a TV show is not an essential thing. Now, mainly if you work there, it is, but yes. in the overall big scheme of things, as much as you're a wrestling, let's say you're a wrestling fan, it's like, yeah, this is not life or death. <laughs> if the wrestling show doesn't go off, no one's going to die versus, you know, a nurse. So, you know, we, we, we talked a little bit about that and everything else. And of course, plugged here. Woo-hoo. So, yeah, always, always trying to extend the reach. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, good. Uh, see here, Matt, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, man, I'm all over the place. You can check me out on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Dayflash, Artful, iPhonography Community, Flickr, probably other places. I don't know. M. Hoffman Photo, all those places. Real easy. Excellent. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our YouTube channel, to our Facebook group, and everything else by going to tinyshutter.com. All right, gentlemen. Well, good show. And, uh, you know, I would like to see us take the opportunity to get out there and hone it, hone our skills and, you know, enjoy our families and all that type of stuff that goes with quarantine. But, uh, you know, this is one of the outlets that I love to be a part of in order to keep my mind sharp and, uh, you know, learn new things. So thank you guys for, uh, for doing that and, uh, being a part of that. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. All right. Well, why don't you guys say goodnight to everybody? Good night, everybody. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. perfectly all right now we're fine we're all fine here now thank you how are you Kowalski, what's our trajectory 95 percent certain this will end in massive flaming disaster and the other five percent irrelevant sir I-, I i thought you were dead oh no i told you well i fibbed a little bit but don't be mad remember it's better to tell the truth and that's no lie now we know and knowing is half the battle barely.